Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk sports in substantive fashion with informed guests. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good evening and welcome. Welcome to another edition of our Saints Hall of Fame All Access Show live from Signet Landing Restaurant. We're at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego. And we're so glad to be here because the food is fantastic, the crowd is good, and we'll have great prizes to give away at the conclusion of the show. We're here each and every second Wednesday. So that means we'll not here next week, but in two weeks we'll be back on the 18th. And our special guest will be Brad Edelman, former New Orleans Saints Pro Bowl player, former Saints captain. Brad will be here on the 18th tonight. We'll have Josh Hill here, and he's in transit, and he'll be here shortly. So stay tuned for Josh as well. Of course, as mentioned at the conclusion of the show, we'll give away a lot of prizes. So you have to be present to win. Make sure that you're here to do just that. And when you do, when you do, you certainly be very pleased because there's a lot of nice things to give away. And we hope you'll be part and parcel of that. Obviously, the food here is fantastic. If you haven't been to Signet Landing Restaurant, it's right behind the shrimp lot, right off the West Bank Expressway. You can't miss it. It's at 450 Laracini Street in West Rigo, so make sure that you partake, and we hope you will, and we know you will enjoy doing so. And if you can't join us, you're always welcome to call the show. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation. And we hope you will take advantage of that if you can't be with us. But we always want you to come over here. Food's fantastic. The menu includes so many nice items. I had the pork chop tonight, and that was great. And on top of that, you've got the crawfish pie, which is awesome. The crawfish dip, or the crab dip, I should say, which is fantastic. The crab cakes are incredible. The bread pudding's out of sight. Oh, boys are really good. Other than that, there's nothing to like. It's a great restaurant with terrific items for you to try. And we hope you will as Keith does a great job as the head chef here, and I know you'll enjoy having the opportunity to sample that food. I want to start tonight, too, by extending our deepest of condolences and, and prayers to our dear friend, Pat Galloway. Pat is our market manager, general manager of all the Cumulus radio stations in New Orleans, and Pat's been over here just seeing that landing restaurant, thoroughly enjoyed it, but his father, John Pat Galloway, passed away three days ago, and John Pat is a wonderful man I got to know him before I actually knew Pat, who I worked for, because his father, John Pat Galloway, worked in radio for many years, and I worked with him 
And he's one of the nicest people you could ever possibly come across or meet. You know, he's extremely educated gentleman. I could go over all the accolades from that perspective, but not necessary. Worked at the St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office as well. But he did a great job working in the New Orleans market, helping people overcome addictions and enjoy a life of recovery. Was an active member of the Board of Bridge House for many years. And of course, he made a whole bunch of friends over the years, myself included. And we were so grateful for the opportunity to know John Pat Galloway, one of the nicest gentlemen I've had a chance to know. And it was wonderful spending time with him. I'm so sad to know that uh, he's gone and we hope and pray that he's in eternity in a great place now because he deserves that based upon the incredible life that he lived. You know, John Pat was 87 years of age and of course services will be on Friday. So we want to extend our deepest sympathies and our most fervent prayers for John Pat Galloway and the loss that we incurred where he's concerned. Also. For Dan Hanrahan, as I wrote a story at CrescentCitySports.com, many people have commented on it and talked about it. Dan was the general manager of the New Orleans Zephyrs when I was blessed to be the play-by-play -play voice of the New Orleans Zephyrs. And Dan was one of the truly nice people you'd ever meet in this world. Down to earth, solid as a rock, did everything the right way. And I just enjoyed my time with him immensely. He went on to work for the Texas Rangers, which is where he was uh, when he passed away. He's only 56 years of age. His wife, Julie, their children, family left behind. And I want to extend my deepest condolences and prayers for the Hanrahan family as well. Just superb people, great people who I just adore and think the world of. And, and again, uh, blessings to the Hanrahan family. They certainly are in our prayers and, and, and thoughts each and every day. So very happy that they are part and parcel of this. Hope you'll have a chance to check out the LHSAA story, which is, of course, on our website at CrescentCitySports.com. Make sure you check that out because you'll see the vote and how it unveiled itself. And it was 67.2% that voted in favor of keeping the system the way it is, defining select versus non-select. And obviously it was an overwhelming vote. And the fact of the matter is that the playoff system will remain the same as a result for this upcoming school year, which I think is a great thing because it's inclusive and it's a better playoff system. And the children, it's really about the student athletes, the girls and the boys that compete on the high school level have a much better competition scenario that exists for them and after all it should be for the kids anyway of course this is our saints hall of fame show live from signet landing restaurant at 450 laracini street in west Wego. people still filing in great product great food great company really good setting too and of course we always have great guests we've had great guests the three four previous shows we've had we got a super guest here tonight a gentleman that played pretty recently for the new orleans saints of course played eight years here and and decided that he was going to keep his body in good enough shape to get away from this thing called football after those eight seasons here in New Orleans, thought about playing one more year elsewhere and then decided not to do that after that. But when you think about what he accomplished, 117 games played here for so many excellent football teams. And what I know is talking to Sean Payton as much as I did and still communicate with him regularly. He raved about this guy because he said, this is a guy we want on the field 80 to 90% of the time. We can line him up as an inline player to block. We can line him up. Uh, split a little bit wider to catch the football. He knew exactly what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, and he was a completely well-rounded player. But more than that, he was a smart player. Now, that's the best compliment you can pay anybody, and that's what Coach Payton told me on many occasions about our special guest. And for those of you that hear me, give a big round of applause for Josh Hill here tonight. Josh, how are you, man? 
Great. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing fine. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. I know you're busy. You're busy with football right now, right? Yeah, I was just coaching a little bit of flag football for my boys' team, um, a team that I've been coaching since kindergarten. They're now in fifth grade, so enjoying it. You know? Well, that's awesome, and, and that's the beauty of it. There's life after football. You're discovering that, and you're figuring out it's pretty good, right? It is good. Yep, yep. Enjoying time with the kids and uh, actually got a new venture coming, but, yeah, enjoying it every minute of it. Well, listen, I, I'm sure you get some pangs at time watching and saying, oh, man, I... I think I could still do that probably. I know most people do, and you probably could still do it. Fact of the matter is you walked away in pretty good shape. I know the concussion issues and such, but you walked away in pretty good shape, and you're intact. I am intact, yeah, and that was kind of the balance you have to have, um, figuring out when you want to step away from the game. Luckily, I have a beautiful family at home, four kids that keep me busy. Um, so something that was in it's not always the easiest transition out of something you do in your whole life, but um, busy with kids, enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, happy to walk away um, in, for, most, for the most part in one piece. And what about living here, this place? You stayed here. Talk about that and what you think about this place called the New Orleans area. Yeah, you know what? It's something that obviously a lot different than where I'm from growing up in southeast Idaho, a small town. Um, but, you know, we decided to stay here when I got done playing. Our kids were born here, love the people here. That's really why we stay is the people, the community, and just, you know, excited to be still be here and enjoying it well clearly it's been a wonderful ride to watch what you guys were able to accomplish over an extended period of time and, and you don't take that for granted i mean if people don't recollect i mean in 2013 of course coach Payton came back and you guys you know won a playoff game had a very good season went through a little bit of a lull but then from 17 you know to when you quit you guys win every division title from for four consecutive years which is no small task and of course we're we all know one play away from where you should have been and probably would have been and probably would have ended up being champions. Does that still weigh on you thinking about the, that particular game with the Rams? It does. That's a play that is uh, probably a lifelong hurt. You know, it's one that you walk away knowing that you know, just got away, got away in the worst way possible. And, you know, when I think about it, it hurts every time. Yeah, and, and realistically, too, we, we go back and I think I've watched that game about 20 times now. It's a glutton for punishment, I guess. But watching it over and over again there's so many plays they're fake in the first half when the game could have been out of hand you know the the opportunity end zone for a catch that wasn't made by another tight end without naming names it's all good and then of course obviously and that's one of the things that i've talked with coach payton about on many occasions it's like and he said that he said look i don't curse me we got screwed but at the same time we had many chances to really win that game and put that game away previously and we didn't do it and there's a lot of truth to that isn't it there is a lot of truth to that. I think as competitors, we always have to understand that, you know, we can't leave the game up to one play, but, you know, that was the situation we were in. Um, and uh, good for you for watching that many times because oh, I have God. not watched it that many times. Well, it, it's hard. You know, I'm, I'm born and raised here. This is, look, I, I've been in the media business for a long time and have to be fair and, and to be balanced and always am, but I, I make no bones about it. I love the Saints and I want the Saints to succeed in a huge way. This is my town. My dad's an original season ticket holder. I did Saints play-by-play -play for five years. I worked on the broadcast for several years. I run the Saints Hall of Fame. I've done all this forever and a day. My sister was an original Saints dancer. My wife was a Saintsation. I could go on and on and on, and, and we're still season ticket holders. So we're deeply invested in this. And I think that's one of the things that probably draws you to this community is how much love there is for this football team. Absolutely. You know, I never... I never played anywhere else, but from what I understand, people that played other places, that New Orleans is a place that loves football. 
you know, you can see it when you come in for game day. You see it year-round. This is a football city. And uh, to play in a place like that where the people just are all in, um, it's, it's very special. It's a special place. You, I described your, what you were as a player. I mean, people always label tight ends. You either have the, the quote-unquote receivers or you have the blockers. You were a little bit of both, and I think that's one of the things that, that made you as good as you have and why you had the longevity you have and why Coach Payton made the comments that he made. You look at the current Saints team, if there's a guy like that now, it's probably Foster Morrow, but he's been hurt, and I'm sure you've studied him, and he has some similarities to what you do. Yeah, you know, I think he's a good player. <clears throat> he's a big guy that moves well, and he, he can do, you know, I think maybe he probably provides a little more in the pass game than even I did. Um, but I think he's a well-rounded player. It'll help when he comes back and he's healthy. It'll help balance out that offense a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I would say that he's, he's a player that brings a lot to the table for, for the Saints. Well, you knew Jimmy Graham. I mean, he was, you knew him when he was that gazelle, that guy that was impossible to cover. Uh, his vertical, his ability to, to, to make the extended catch, his ability to run, and to see him back here basically finishing his career. That's a nice thing. We've seen this previously with Roman Harper. We saw it with Malcolm Jenkins. Both came back and finished here. And now Jimmy's here again. He's caught a touchdown pass already. So I know that has to be pretty neat to watch that. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a guy that... Listen, when he was here for his first stint, he was, we all know, he was, he was a perennial pro bowler, somebody that was impossible to, to cover. Uh, the city loves him, and it's, it's good to see him back enjoying what he's doing. And, uh, you know, the only reason he's back is because he keeps himself in great shape. Um, super, he's a super competitor is what I would call him. In every situation, he's competing, and, uh, yeah, it, it's fun to see him back. I know it's, a, it's an obvious question, and you've probably been asked several times, but what was it like to play with Drew Brees? And, and, and just what do people not understand about how good he was? The, the obvious, the numbers are clear. Uh, you know, you can look at the percentage. You can look at the touchdown passes. You can look at the wins and such. But what separated him? What was the thing from your perspective that made him as special as he was? Well, I think it's a combination of a few things. But one thing that I'd point out was just, like, the consistency that he provided in every situation that he was in. The way he prepared, he was always the first one in the building. Um, he, he set a precedent for everybody in the building of how to go about business, how we studied film. Listen, when he was at the facility, it was, it was all work. He, he was there to work and he was bringing everybody with him. Um, but the big thing with him was just the consistency in which he went about everything he did. How much of the what he did was eye contact? How much of it was checkoffs? How much of it was was just being able to see the field, or was it a combination of all of the above? Yeah, it's a combination of both. It's one of the, there's all, I've only seen a few people that can see, understand all other 21 players, 22 and counting himself. He could line up under center and understand that, hey, we wanted to see this look, and the three technique was not in the right spot. And he, at the same time, he sees both safeties. He can see, he sees the field differently than most people are able to. Yeah, we're talking with Josh Hill, of course, former New Orleans Saints tight end. We're live at Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego. We're going to talk about the current Saints in the next segment, but just to continue that, the, the talk about when you played and, and what transpired. You had a lot of good teammates. You had a lot of good coaches. And I, look, Sean Payton, I mean, he's the kind of guy, he can be polarizing. There's going to be a lot of people that don't like him. And he said some things this year that probably have made more people not like him based upon, but that's who he is. And I think... As I said all along, whether you love the guy, don't like him at all, what separates him, what made him good is his, his arrogance. He's, he is arrogant to the point of being 
confident so much so that I think it rubs off on his players. Did you sense that? Did you feel that way? Yeah, I did. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, maybe Malcolm Jenkins when he came back for his second stint, he said that a team often takes the attitude of their head coach. And, and Sean always had that confidence, and he was going to be who he is at all times. And that's something that players respect. You know, he's a, he's a leader of men, which is not an easy thing to do. And what, what it takes to be a leader of men is just having that, that arrogance that you just said. It is a little bit of an arrogance, but it's, it's respected by a group of, of elite competitors. Well, I think to have confidence, you know, the old saying about to be the bully, you have to have beaten the bully at some point in time. And, and if you have a coach that exudes that kind of confidence and that kind of, I use the word arrogance, whatever it might be, I, I do think players pick up on that. I think coaches pick up on that. And I think the result is obvious. And then all, of course, the daring calls that were made, everybody's got to point back to the Super Bowl year and, the, and, of course, the ambush play on the start of the second half, which, by the way, he did this year to start the season for Denver. Didn't work out as well. That said, I think players love that. They love guys that go forward on fourth down all the time. They love guys that throw on second and inches and all these things. That's him. That's what he does. It is. It is. Absolutely him. And it's, he allows his players to be, to be themselves within the context of the team, right? But um, that's, that's something that I've seen, I saw throughout my entire career is he was not going to pull the reins back up on anybody to make him somebody they weren't. You know, he let people really become who they are. And uh, that gave, that gave a, people respected that. The players respected that about him. Obviously, he's in a tough situation now. Denver was in a really bad way last year. Uh, they don't look very good this year. Their offense is actually producing somewhat, but their defense isn't stopping anyone. So it's a different dynamic. Transitioning to the current Saints, which we'll do in a minute, kind of wish they'd get a little bit of that offense and, and, and continue to play the kind of defense they're playing. But uh, I got to believe Coach Payton will be successful, ultimately. But again, uh, I don't care how good a coach you are. If you don't have the players of the system in place or the, the people that want to do what you want them to do, it's going to be tough. It's probably going to take them a couple of years, I would think. Yeah, I would think so as well. It's... Uh a situation where he really has to they have to go in and build that roster and create an identity as a team um, but over time I think that Sean's track record has shown that he does a, a really good job assembling a team it's not always about we have to get the top player at every single position you have to build a team that that has role players and I think that he does a good job of that and I think it's a matter of time and we'll get to break in a minute and talk about the current change but I got to mention Taysom Hill, I laugh because they list him on the depth chart as a tight end, right? So, and I see you smirking a little bit too because we all know that's not what he is. I mean, he'll do anything you ask him to do. He's just a good football player, whatever you do with him. But we, we did kind of chuckle when we saw that with him being listed on the depth chart at tight end. Yeah, you know, he's a guy, I've got a ton of respect for Taysom. He's a tough football player and that's exactly what he is. He's a football player. Doesn't matter where you put him, he can make something happen. A guy that there's really no limitation on what he can do. What a valuable, you know, asset to a team. Uh, the way that, you know, different scenarios they can move him and just, just use his ability to the best they can. Hey, if they call him a tight end, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> call him anything you want. Ends. I just call him a football player. We've That's heard the, that old terminology, Swiss Army knife, whatever. Call him whatever you want. Fact of the matter is he's just a very good football player and he's a big asset to this football team. We're live at Signet Landing Restaurant. We're at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego, right behind the shrimp lot. And, of course, still a few seats available. Food's fantastic. 
and we'll have a lot of prizes to give away at the conclusion of the show. We'll take a time out here. When we return in just a moment, we'll transition to the current scenes and talk about this team with Josh Hill, our special guest, as we continue here at Signet Landing, live on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and on the web at nashfm1061.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Job sites. Few things are more important than a solid work boot. At Boot Barn Work, we pride ourselves on knowing that no matter your trade, when there's hard work to be done, your boot should be built for non-stop protection and mobility. Thoroughgood checks all the boxes. Their wear-anywhere boots are time-tested and crafted with the highest quality materials for relentless support. For job-fitted boots, Thoroughgood at Boot Barn Work. Klein Tools are new at Lowe's, pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein Tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation for $319.94 and the Klein five-piece cushion grip screwdriver set for just $34.97, both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein Tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. 
When the Saints defense is backed up to their own goal line, they know the stakes are high and failure is not an option. It's their job to stand tall and give it all they got. If you've been injured in a car crash, who can you count on to make a stand for you? Call us at Deli DeBosier. We know what's at stake and we're ready to lay it all on the line for you. It could make a game-changing difference for your case. Injured? Demand Deli DeBosier. Official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 2315664. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Technically, National Taco Day is October 4th, but at Taco Bell, you can celebrate way longer with the Taco Lovers Pass. Get a taco a day every day for 30 days with seven options. Rewards members can buy it October 3rd and 4th only on the Taco Bell app. At participating stores, terms apply. Things are starting to look a lot better along uh, the I-10, I-12 corridors right now. Uh, eastbound 610 Metairie to New Orleans East, no delays. A little bit of traffic, Elysian Fields to I-10 merge, I-10 merge, but not causing any slowing right now. Uh, seeing a great ride for us westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner, 15 minutes, maybe a one-minute delay between Clearview Parkway and LA-49 right now. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. As we return here at Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Larrasini Street in West Wego, with our special guest, former New Orleans Saints, tight end Josh Hill. Again, we'll give away a lot of prizes at the conclusion of the show, so stick around. you got to be present to be able to win, and we do have a lot of things to give away, from gift cards to Saints items to much more. So hope you'll be here and have a chance to win, and most people that stick around, they walk out with something every week. It's simply as that. All right, the Saints are 2-2 two and two right now. On the surface, that's not bad. They're a game out of first place. That's not bad. What is bad is what's happened the last couple of weeks because it's hard to lose a game when you're up 17-0 in the fourth quarter, and they did. And, of course, last week uh, was just not a good look because offensively they just didn't perform well at all. So, Josh, you've watched it. I know you watch with incredible interest and a tremendous rooting interest, I might add. What we've seen from the periphery and covering the team, defense has played pretty well overall. Pass rush hasn't been there in the last two weeks, but they've been pretty good. Injuries have certainly not helped on the back end most recently. Kicking game, look, the rookie missed a field goal that could have won a game. He's made every other one so far. And then, of course, there's the offense. And I maintain sooner or later you've got to think they're going to be productive because I'm thinking out loud about Alvin Kamara's back, Taysom Hill. I'm thinking about Chris Olave, thinking about Rashid Shaheed, even Michael Thomas. I'd say they have enough playmakers. They just have to be able to distribute the ball well enough and need to be able to block well enough. And so far, we haven't seen those two items with any degree of consistency. Yeah, I think it's something as an offense that it's obviously you have a new quarterback in the, in the system, but a guy that has great leadership and great character about him. I think he's a guy that's respected in the locker room, obviously not in there anymore, but a guy that exudes that, that leadership and, and confidence about himself. But as an offense, the production has to, I think it has to start in the run game, right? We gotta create, create a little bit of an identity and being able to run the football consistently, first and second down, and then to be able to protect, pass protect. And then, just as you said, distribute that ball to your playmakers. You've got guys that, have a lot of different skill sets. You got Mike Thomas, a great possession receiver. You know, 
and I think he's still that great possession receiver. Two guys that uh, um, could take the top off the off the defense. Um, but I think it's a matter of time with a with a quarterback with the experience that that Carr has. Um, I think he's going to settle in, and they're going to they're going to find a bit of a groove. It's a team that has always had been a resilient team, and as they continue, I think I think it's a matter of time. Yeah, I, I suspect that it is too. I hope that's the case. And now it becomes a matter of whether or not Derek Carr is physically capable to do all the things that you need him to do because he's clearly their best option, which is why they paid him the money they paid him. Uh, by all accounts, he's baseball terminology. He hit a grand slam off the field. The players love him. The coaches love him. He handles himself with integrity. Uh, he answers all the questions. He takes full responsibility. Uh, obviously, when your best players and your team leaders like Demario Davis and Cam Jordan and even Michael Thomas strongly encouraged and, and really asked the Saints to sign the guy. That tells you what they think about him. We saw him play pretty well in game one, well enough in game two. Then he got hurt in game three, and then last week was obviously not good at all. And you wonder if the injury contributes or not. You got to think it does to some degree. You just don't know how much and how long it lingers. We remember Drew's last year when, by his own admission, he couldn't throw the ball 20 yards. And he said it after the fact. He said, you know, there were times... You know, I couldn't make those throws. I didn't even look at those guys. And yet he was still efficient enough to give this team a chance to win. What do you see in Derek Carr as a quarterback thus far? And, and, and in terms of injuries, you know about injuries. How much do you think it's impacting him at this point? Yeah, right now, you know, he's battling. Um, he's battling an injury that maybe, in my opinion, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks would battle through. So I think that shows the character of who he is. So Agreed. Um, he's obviously not going to make the decision to play if he's not fully capable of winning a game. I think that he's aware that he has to be well enough to, to, to be able to play and win. Um, so he, he's battling through this. Um, but overall, he's a guy that can make every throw on the field, which um, really opens it up when you have some speed like they do right now. Um, but a guy that understands defenses, you can tell that he's going to make the right read and hit the checkdowns when he needs to. Um, so he'll stay consistent. He's going to be a guy that battles through injury and just going to see him continue to get better off this injury. And the big thing is we've we got to keep him clean in the pocket um, and let him recover from that. You like the signing? What's that? Do you like the signing of Derek Carr? Did you like it? I do, yeah. 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 I mean, you saw him. You competed yeah. against him in, in the league. Yeah. I, I, it, I, in my opinion, I thought it was a good signing. Um, as somebody that I keep saying it, it's it's about the leadership on the offensive side of the ball, but also the ability. The ability is clearly there. So um, it was an exciting signing at the at the moment, and it still is. From the standpoint of where this team is right now, I mean, when you start getting questions about are you going to make any coaching changes? I mean, you're you're not going to make coaching changes four games into a season, and it's pretty interesting. They have not gotten any rhythm offensively thus far. Pete Carmichael was there when you were there the whole time. As I tell people all the time, he didn't suddenly become a bad coach. Now, when you're the guy, it's a little bit of a different dynamic. And it's the same thing about Dennis Allen, whom we all like and we all want to see succeed because he's a genuinely good man. And he was a really good defensive coordinator. But you can't honestly say he's a good head coach yet. He's got to prove that. And with Pete Carmichael, I think it's similar. He's got to prove that he can actually be the play caller, even though we know he did some of that with Coach Payton. I think 
it's one of those situations where they both still have to prove that, and, and you're hoping they find that rhythm. Yeah, and I think they will. Pete's a guy that is going to be consistent, um, obviously a, a brilliant offensive mind in the way that he can construct an offense and put people in the best situations to win, win individual matchups and um, create an offense, a style that can cause some confusion and manipulate the defense. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things when you're the man, you're going to take a little more heat than you would um, as he was a little bit a little bit more behind the scenes when, when Sean was here. But um, I've got complete confidence in, in Pete Carmichael and who he is and how he goes about his, his play calling and his offensive structure. They brought back Doug Marone, veteran coach. Of course, he'd been here years ago and been a head coach and coached this offensive line, which right now simply hasn't played to its, its investment, I think is the right term to use because the Saints have put so much of an investment into that unit. I mean, across the board, Trevor Penning's a first-round draft pick. Cesar Ruiz is a first-round draft pick. Andrew Speed, a first-round draft pick. Ryan Ramchek's a first-round draft pick. Eric McCoy was the first pick in the second round when they got him. And even James Hurst was a first-round draft pick back in the day of the Jets. That's a ton of investment in a group that just hasn't been what you need them to be yet. Yeah, and I think they understand that, you know. That's, that's the most important thing as a unit. They have to understand that this team is probably going to go as far as the offensive line is going to take them. I think that they have the character um, as a group to understand that and to, to keep pushing forward. Um, they, they're not, they're not sh I don't think they'll shy away from the challenge, but obviously you just, you just need more protection from them. And uh, I, I would expect to see that. I don't know Doug Marone, but I've heard great things about who he is as a coach. Well, you still know some of the staff, but I think that's another one of the salient points that probably needs to be made and probably needs to happen. I've said this on the air several times. The best thing for the New Orleans Saints right now is to get as far away from Sean Payton and Drew Brees as they can because as long as that shadow lingers over that franchise, uh, they're not going to get where they need to get. Pete Carmichael needs to be his own man. Dennis Allen needs to be his own man. And I think you saw some of that this past offseason. They made some more changes with the coaching staff, obviously, and then, of course, they brought in some new players uh, that made it more their own team. It has to be their team and their identity, correct? Yeah, it does. It really does. They have to um, establish what that looks like week in and week out. Um, and yeah, I think that they're both. They both have the leadership ability on on both sides of the, on either side of the ball to to make that happen. Um, I think we just, you know, as a, as a fan base, we've been used to high production, high producing offenses for so long. We're going to be, you know. Obviously, a football city that loves it, we, we have high expectations. and Wouldn't have it any other way. I don't think either of those guys would have it any other way. Um, but, yeah, they're gonna, they, they do have to prove it, yeah, just like you said. Josh Hill, our special guest. We're live at Signet Landing Restaurant. We're at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego. And we'll take a brief time out here when we return in just a moment. We'll talk more about the Saints. We'll also talk about uh, the current state of the NFL. Josh is seeing any teams that he thinks are really amongst the best. We'll do that next as we continue here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. 
If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Technically, National Taco Day is October 4th, but at Taco Bell, you can celebrate way longer with the Taco Lovers Pass. Get a taco a day every day for 30 days with seven options. Rewards members can buy it October 3rd and 4th only on the Taco Bell app. At participating stores, terms apply. Mostly, we are reestablishing the traffic flow at the speed limit. I'm seeing it across the board here with no delays on I-10. Westbound Crescent City Connection, a little heavy between 90B and Earhart Boulevard, but really no delays in that area. Traffic flow looking good. Clearview Parkway secondary southbound at East Corporate Drive. There is an accident and stop and go traffic from Airline Drive. Uh, also working uh, one on Chef at Michoud Boulevard and uh, looks like Morrison Road at Sandy Cove Drive. A crash. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. And welcome back to the show here at Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Larasini Street in West Wego. Ken Trahan with Josh Hill, former New Orleans Saints tight end. Again, prizes to give away at the conclusion of the show. You must be present to win, so make sure you're here. And if you're not here now, try to get over here. And if you're not here then, come and eat lunch tomorrow. And if you're not here then, then come back and on the 18th. We'll have Brad Edelman here to share, former Saints captain, former Saints pro bowler, player representative for the NFL, everything. Terrific guy, really good player. It is time, Brad Edelman. Josh, obviously this is a football team right now that I think is still trying to find its identity. I'm not sure they know exactly who they are or what they want to do. And... Getting Kamara back, look, he didn't play for three weeks. It's kind of hard to retrofit when you haven't had somebody. Now Marcus May sitting again, uh, three-week suspension there, starting safety. By the time that game was over with last week, they were down to their fourth safety. Uh, and Jonathan Abram, it's kind of hard when you don't have that continuity. Injuries have played a large role in the success or failure of all teams, and clearly they've had a bit of an impact thus far this year. Yeah, it's one of those things that, listen, it comes up at some point in the season every year, um, and it's a team that, that continually just relies on who they are as a, as a unit, defense and offensively. And guys, 
guys can step in and fill the role that they need to. Um, so if they can, can, if they can fit those guys in the role and the guys understand how they fit and how they need to play the game, um, it, it'll work itself out. But it is tough. We, it happens every year. The division. I mean, I know you've looked at it, you've studied it, and gosh, you got to know those teams so well every year, twice a year. And division games are totally different than every other game, aren't they? They are, yeah. I mean, they just they count a little different. Um, and, and the knowledge. And the knowledge. I mean, it's almost like you, you know exactly what they're going to do and vice versa, especially when you're playing them a second time. Yeah, you do. You, you, you know what a team is going to rely on, how they're going to play certain scenarios and, and specific formations, um, depending on where you're out on the field. You, you get to know each other very well, and that, that chess match becomes a little more evident in that second meeting. All right, so this year we're looking at the Falcons, two and two. They're struggling with a second-year quarterback in Desmond Ritter. They have a really good rookie running back in B. John Robinson. And, of course, they got Pitts, and they've got London. They've got some good playmakers, but they haven't been productive offensively other than one game. You look at Carolina, haven't won a game yet, playing with a rookie quarterback. That's tough under any circumstances. And then you look at Tampa Bay. People were talking about the Buccaneers being in the running for Caleb Williams before the season started, and... All of a sudden, they're 3-1. and one. They signed a quarterback for just $4 million for one year, and he's been real good, as we've seen thus far, including last week. I don't know that they can sustain that. Everybody thought the Saints would be the favorite to win the division. Las Vegas had them that way. They usually know what they're doing. I certainly felt that way based on personnel. Bottom line is, this is a division for the taking. I mean, if the Saints can play to their capability and stay relatively healthy, I still believe that they're the best team in the division. Absolutely. My unbiased opinion is they're still the team that over the, long, over the course of the season, they're going to come out on top. Um, it's, it's just a matter of um, how, they, how they cement their identity throughout the season. All right, so looking around the league, and we were talking off here, in the NFC, and everybody talked about the AFC's better going in, and my response to that was not so fast. Every year's different, and maybe Based on last year, the AFC would be better than the NFC. But I would say that you've got two or three NFC teams that are as good, if not better, than any team in the AFC. And I start with San Francisco because I've watched them play a full game and then part of another game. And, man, they don't have any perceivable weakness. They've got a young quarterback who's good. They've got a running back who's healthy, who's dynamite. They've got good receivers on the outside. Uh, they've got a versatile guy in Samuel. They've got a really good offensive line. They've got an elite defensive line, if not the best. They've got linebackers that can run. And, oh, by the way, they cover pretty good, too. That is a good-looking football team. It sure is, yeah. And that, that piece that you talked about with, with McCaffrey, him being healthy and being the explosive player he is, he's always one touch away from, from being an explosive play. Um, but I think that's also a team, we just keep talking about identity of teams, that is, is built up front. And defensively, they understand who they are. And... Um, with some, with some strong leadership um, from the linebacker position. They move very well. And then you've got the guy on the edge, uh, Bosa, who, in my opinion, is... You had to chip him, did you? I, I had to block him a few times. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> yep, not just chip, but try to... Yep. And he's a phenomenal player, explosive, bends the edge well, and plays, plays with an extremely high motor. With a guy with so much talent, and to match that with a high motor, it's, it's a great package. Yeah, really good football team. Look, Philadelphia is really good. They were, of course, a quarter away, a few plays away from winning it all a year ago. They had some players that left via free agency, 
during the offseason, but they're still really good. They've got excellent receivers. They run the ball well, largely because of their quarterback, who makes that running game so much better, Jalen Hurts. And then defensively, they're still, they're still pretty good uh, in the back, even though they had Gardner Johnson, whom we knew pretty well, and moved on to Detroit. Now he's hurt. But that's still a good football team. I think the Eagles are legitimate. I think they're a top-five team in the league as well. Yeah, I do too. And I would say that that identity has, has shifted a little bit. You know, their defense was, was creating a lot of havoc for the past couple of years, a lot of turnovers. Um, but I think that with Jalen Hurts becoming the player he is, their identity has shifted maybe to a little bit more of an offensive team. And obviously it has to be well-balanced to be a top-five team, and they are. But, uh, yeah, when you have a dynamic playmaker like, like Hurts running, running the show, it's, you've got a shot every week. Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it's kind of like you're, you're, the terminology innocent until proven guilty. With them, it's almost like guilty until proven innocent. We hear about it every year. Man, they've got this guy. they got that guy. they got this talent. You look at Micah Parsons. That guy's phenomenal, but health is an issue there. Obviously, they lost Diggs, which is a big loss. He's a heck of a player in the back. But they're good on offense. I mean, they've got good receivers. They haven't lost anything at running back. Quarterback's a good player. Uh, that's a good football team. I, look, I give them credit, but I'm keenly interested in seeing how they play against San Francisco this weekend. Yeah, and I think the key to that team is, is turnovers. Not Very much off, so. Yep. Just not on the offensive side of the ball, but the defense is, is creating turnovers, and they're, they're scoring points on defense. All right, so if they can keep the offensive turnovers under control and continue to make plays defensively, it's going to be a tough team. But it, that being said, it, it is tough to consistently do that on defense, so the offense is going to have to be consistent, control the ball, and, and keep it in possession. Another team that I like, and I like them for several reasons, but I sure do like their head coach, Dan Campbell, is the Detroit Lions. He's a good football coach, and you know a little bit about that. He knows a little bit about your position, too. And he brings fire to that thing, and I, I love that. You know, he, a little bit like Peyton in that regard, except even more fiery, I think. But he's got a good football team. I think Jared Goff got sold short. The guy took a team to the Super Bowl, knock-knock, uh, based on what happened here. But he's a good player, and their receiving core has gotten better. They've got good running backs. You know, they, they're active on defense. Look, I like that team. I think they're a dark horse. I think they're a team that I think they're going to win their division. I really do. Yeah, I do too. Um, Dan Campbell, the guy that I played for for six years as uh, my position coach, and a guy that is – he is – He's going to be himself in every scenario, every situation. And, and, and players, people in general, pick up on those things. So he's going to be respected by the people around him in the organization. And a guy that brings a lot of energy. And like I said earlier, a team often takes on the identity of their head coach. And Dan Campbell is as hard-nosed as they come. Um, played for him for a long time. And a uh, lot of respect. And I think he's, he's got that that team going in the right direction. Means you got to pull for. I mean, like Dan a lot, and happy to see them doing well. AFC. Everybody was ready to coronate the Dolphins and put them in the Super Bowl a week ago. Not so much now, after they got taken apart by Buffalo. Look, Miami's got tremendous skill. I mean, they've got they got skill guys all over the field, and and if Tua Tagovailoa can stay healthy, he's accurate and he's a quality young man. I, I had a chance to spend time with him. We had the Bobby Bowden Awards here right after he graduated from Alabama, and he received the Bobby Bowden Award, and I emceed the event here in New Orleans that particular year, right, right when he got out. Man, I had a chance to spend a lot of time with him. What a quality young man he is. I mean, just impressive as a person. It was obviously mature beyond his age 
And it was all about whether or not he could stay healthy. And he took some big shots and had struggles last year. But, boy, he's played well this year. And last week was a little bit of an exception. But Miami's got really good skill. They're going to be there. Buffalo, they gave you that false return week one against the Jets. But Josh Allen, is he's, he's scary good. The things he can do, very few people can do on the field. And for Buffalo, to me, it's all about their defense and whether their defense is good enough because they're plenty good. I look beyond those teams in the AFC, and I'm, I'm asking who else is really good because we've seen Cincinnati regress tremendously with Joe Burrow not even being close to being healthy. And people have figured them out a little bit, too, about how they play them. And I follow that team very closely because I, I'm very close to Jamar Chase. I did a lot of his high school games and, and college stuff, and, and I, I see what they do. People have figured them out. They know how to play those guys, and they're rolling a safety to Jamar frequently, and they're having success. So... But that's the NFL. You know, you've got to constantly be adjusting. And if your quarterback's not healthy and teams figure you out and your offensive line problems continue, people would say that sounds a little bit like the Saints. Well, you're going to have a situation like the Bengals have right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough situation. Not something that I really expected to see from, from Cincinnati early in the season. But, you know, let's, it, it's always easy in the beginning of the season to ride a team off. But I do think that Cincinnati's going to be a team that, that brings it together. Um, but... You know, it's it's going to be a tall task if they can just stay stay confident in who they are. I think they'll be okay. Um, I would expect Joe Burrow to to, to revamp and, and get going as he becomes healthier through the season, which isn't always easy to do. So if they can keep him protected and he can get back to being healthy, they'll they'll start turning it on a little bit. And of course, I, I left the the one for last intentionally because the Chiefs have won two Super Bowls in recent years. They've been to another, and to me, they just have a transcendent player. At quarterback, he's unquestionably the best quarterback in the NFL, unquestionably the best player in my mind in the league with what he's done. He's amazing to watch. He's another guy that is easy to pull for because he's a, he's a good individual. He's a character guy, like Patrick Mahomes. Some of the things he does are absolutely amazing. And, of course, the, you know, the back story there was Sean Payton loved him. And he was going to draft him when he had Drew Brees here. And he got, he got picked pretty much right before – he had that opportunity. He'll tell you that story continuously, but he knew what he was talking about with this guy because he's special. And, you know, they got Jones back up front on defense, and he's a load. He's tough to move and do much against. And their receiving core, everybody thought when Tyreek Hill left that, oh, that passing game's going to disintegrate. Think again. It's kind of like what Drew Brees did here, and it takes nothing away from the receivers that you all had. You had good wide receivers. Marcus Colson was a terrific player for many years. And... Right at the end of your time, Lance Moore was finishing up a Saints Hall of Fame career. And Devery Henderson, the same way. These guys were good. Robert Meacham. And even when you played, you know, you could name guys. Willie Sneed had one really good year here. <laughs> no others. But I, what I'm pointing to very clearly is Drew Brees made people around him better. And I think that's what Mahomes does. Yeah, he does. Um, he's a guy that with his talent, right, he, he, with his talent alone, he can make the people around him better. Um, guys make uh, teammates better in different ways and with his pure ability to see the field and to move in the pocket um, he makes the people around him better and the big thing is they're always going to be confident in a situation again maybe they're down late in the fourth quarter but that that confidence in a team is always going to be there when you have a player like Patrick Mahomes and that's special yeah I mean Michael Thomas had the year of the of the of all years here with the Saints with Drew Brees, set all kinds of records. And again, I, a quarterback can do that. Look, you've got to have some talent, obviously, at the receiver position. And these teams do, but 
the quarterback unquestionably can elevate the players around him. We've seen that with certain guys. Tom Brady did it in New England for many years uh, with the guys he had. Aaron Rodgers, of course, did it in Green Bay, and I can name those guys, but those guys are few and far between. Those quarterbacks like that are hard to find. You can really count them on maybe two hands. Yeah, there's a, there's a certain tier of quarterback that's hard to find. When you come by him, it's, it elevates an entire organization. Um, so I was lucky to play with one of those guys uh, you know, my entire career, and don't take that for, uh, for advantage. All right, we're here at Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Laracini Street in West Rigo. One more short segment to go. And we got to let Josh dig into some crab cakes, too. So we're going to take a brief time out here, and we'll return in just a moment here with our Saints Hall of Fame show from CrescentCitySports.com here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got a COVID shot this season, designed for recent variants. Got it? Learn more and schedule this season's updated COVID-19 shot at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxhole Honor Moxidectin and Pyrantal Chewable Tablets. Protects against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. All in one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. 
Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. As we return here for our final segment at Signet Landing Restaurant with Josh Hill, and we'll give away some prizes here in just a few minutes. Stick around for that. All right, Josh. So you've got a new enterprise, and you're going to be continuing to work in the field you've been in in football. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, we just opened, a, just opened an athletic training facility, a gym in Elmwood. And uh, it's, a, it's a facility where we work with kids from 7 and up. We've got different age groups and brackets that we work in, uh, in athletic performance, strength and conditioning. We have classes for adults, something I'm really passionate about. I love the aspect of, of sport and strength conditioning and uh, glad to be able to bring D1 to New Orleans and to the people and just really look forward to the opportunity I have to serve the, the city and uh, hopefully be impactful in, in the youth. It's in Elmwood. Talk about the location and talk about people how they can access what you're doing. Yep. So we are located at 530 Elmwood Park Boulevard and we... Um, are having a grand opening event this Saturday, actually, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're going to have a family workout, adults, kids, everyone's welcome. We're going to have a raffle, raffle off a 50-inch TV, um, a month-free membership, some gift cards. Uh, we'll have a food truck out there, snowballs, games to play. Um, we welcome everybody to come check it out. And, uh, yeah, just very excited about it. We have, check us out on the website, and uh, we can go from there. All right, so you got social media, you got a website you mentioned. You want to mention the names or how to access it? Yep, Facebook and Instagram. We are D1 West NOLA, D1 Training West NOLA. So you can check us out on Instagram and see what we've been up to lately. And obviously, you're hoping to get good participation. You'd like to do this for a long time, right? I would, yeah. I, just, I really enjoyed this aspect of being able to help people in their fitness journeys, whether it's being a competitive athlete or um, somebody, a weekend warrior, or somebody just trying to get back into um, um in improving their fitness. One question before we let you go. Here's a question in the inbox via email from Bob and Metairie. Josh, would you consider coaching in the NFL? I have considered it. I have considered it. I love the game. I would love to coach X's and O's, but I've also got four kids at home. And uh, so I, I enjoy my time with them, and I don't be caught up too much in coaching. But I would love it's hard for me not to go to it because I love the X's and O's of the game and uh, the technique of it, but I've got to spend my time with those kids. Four children. You don't look like you've aged 20 years yet at all, but I would imagine your wife probably has. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I probably showed a little more of my grace. Hair, hair's coming in. She handles it uh, with, with a lot of grace. Um, so, yeah, we've got 10, 8, 6, and 4, two boys, two girls, and they're keeping us busy. 10, 8, 6, and 4. Yep. Maybe I should put you in prayer right now, buddy. It's yes, all sir. good. So, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Hill, give him a big round of applause for being here this evening. I appreciate you all. Josh, thank you. We appreciate you and nothing but success with your venture in Elmwood. We'll be glad to help you in any way and really appreciate you and nothing but the best to you and to your family. God bless you guys and, and hope to visit with you again soon. Thanks, Ken. God bless you and I appreciate that. You got it. That's Josh Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're just about done here tonight from Signet Landing. We'll be back here on the 18th. Brad Edelman will be with us, and we hope you'll be here then. The food's great. The company's good. Atmosphere's outstanding. We thank Joe Spinato and the entire crew here at Signet Landing for making us feel welcome. We deeply appreciate this. All right, so stick around. we got prizes to give away next, but until next time, I'm back at you tomorrow night with our ministry.